Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beauty with a Twist. I'm super excited for this week's episode because we have... Go ahead and introduce yourself. I am Amrin Gafour. I am from Chicago and I am known as the Chicago Esthetician. Yes, you guys, she flew out <laughs> all the way from Chicago and I'm so, so yes. happy that you came here, girl. Yes, only for Didi. <laughs> only for Didi. This is the first time anyone's ever like flown out for us. Really? Ever. Yes. Oh we had a lot of inquiries to yeah. fly out, but I was yeah. like, you know. Oh my gosh. Had so to. the fact that you flew out from me? Yes, of course. I'm <laughs> blushing. Oh my gosh. So tell them that you're um, an esthetician in Chicago, right? Yes. So you do fa- just facials? Just facials. I specialize in facials, yes. Okay, so do you have like certain like, you have like acne facials? Like you specialize yeah. in like a certain type of facial? I actually specialize in customizing uh, specific facials. So whether it's for acne, whether it's for rosacea, anti-aging, um, hyperpigmentation is actually one of my top specialties that I really focus on with my clients. Uh-huh. So yeah. Customizing is one of my favorite things to do, especially. So you started off on your own. Did you start off somewhere else? I started off on my own. Uh Um, I started about five years ago and I got pretty lucky with a family doctor. Actually, he um, offered me a space and he was like, hey, why don't you come work for me? And I was able to grow clientele within three months. And after three months, I was able to get my own little space and work out and take my clients from there. So so yeah. the doctor that you worked under, yes, was he like strict on any like things that you were doing or did um, he provide any clients for you? Like, so you- actually he was a chiropractor, so he didn't really know the kind of the background of like the med spa or like what girls are looking for what you know a chiropractor like I've never heard of like a chiropractor yeah. holding estheticians you know? yeah no exactly and I felt like I felt like I really fit in because it was all about like um self-care and mm. just you know um understanding that so I felt like it felt like it really like fit in with his practice basically but um when I was telling him I was like oh we do like facial massages and People come in just kind of relax and they're like, oh, well, you know, it kind of fits in. So he's like, why not? So when he offered, I basically helped set up exactly what I needed. So the equipment, the skincare line, um, what type of service menus and services we want to actually provide. So like the service menu I created myself. So I actually had full range of how I wanted to set up um, his spa, basically. Mm-hmm. So when I was able to set it up, I also did marketing for myself as well, too. So that kind of actually set me up for when I wanted to go solo because I already had the experience to do it for him. So when it came to then do it for my business, I was like, well, this is easy. So yeah, kind of just started from square one again. Yeah. Oh, so were you nervous like going by yourself uh, from him to on your like going solo? I was because I was like, OK, this is more, you know, I have someone to kind of like lean with. Uh-huh. But when it came to yeah. So when it came to basically my own, I was just like, okay, is this going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? I'm going to go solo. I want to buy all this stuff because equipment's not cheap. We know that when it comes to like skincare and the bed and everything like that. So I was like, oh my God, am I going to have, be able to make this money back basically? Yeah. But um, it was really nerve wracking, but it was, I was able, it was worth it. I feel like a lot of people in this industry are just intimidated going solo. Yes. You know, 
Because it's yeah. like, I don't know how it is over there, but over yeah. here, like people tend to like think of it as competition or yeah. think of it as like, a lot of people don't want to see you grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know how it is in Chicago. Oh, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, I've heard no. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, but I don't really know. I, I know here, for example, yeah. a lot of women support women. Yeah. But a lot of bosses that own their own salons and have like estheticians that work with them, they don't let them have like their own social media. Like anyone that works at like European Wax in there, I know that they yeah. don't have like their own social media because they don't want to oh, wow. see them grow. You mm. know what I mean? So yeah, and they, they have it there. like under like their business name and yeah. then like their name and like whatever business. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Does that like do they think that allows them to like grow? Girl, like, I don't know, do but that? I'm just like because I was just like that's not really their page then because that just follows their business page. I don't know. I think it's more, I think they have to sign like a contract to states like, Hey, like you can't, so like you can't go solo because you're working under me. Mm, Makes sense. And I know that there's like, for example, there is a shop, I'm not going to say where, but there's a shop. And then that owner is super strict on every employee that she has and they have to sign a contract and they have to work there for a year. Mm -hmm. They're not allowed to have any social media. They're not allowed to like do anything solo. It's all of their clients and a hundred percent like with them. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. That's crazy. So I don't know how it is over there in Chicago. Well, I see. I've seen some like that, too, um, where they have businesses and they have, you know, under their name and stuff like that. But I also see that a lot of those businesses let them have their own page as well, too. But I don't know what they're allowed to post and, you know, what they're constricted to. So but as How's far the competition? as competition, let me tell you about competition. Let's hear the tea. <laughs> competition is growing, I will say. I feel like when I first started my business, I was very new to it. So when I was growing my business or when I was starting my business, I kind of got lucky in a sense because I was one of the, especially as a South Asian woman, I was one of the first to grow my business and start my business. So um, I feel like in that aspect, I was pretty lucky but I feel like now that it's growing, there is a lot of competition now for sure. And yeah. I think there's one thing about that I noticed actually here because I come yeah. to California very often. Yeah. Um, and compared to Chicago, they're so much more friendly here. They're so much more accepting here. They want to talk about your business. They want to know what's going on in your life. They want to know what you offer. And, yeah. you know, they're ready to exchange social media. And I feel like that's very hard to do in Chicago. I feel like networking is like, it, you just, you just it's, it's not worth it. It's not even worth it. Yeah. Um, especially when I go to a lot of networking um, events, I feel like we're just kind of sitting around and we don't want to see success. We want to see, okay, what business is out there right now that I need to go and, um, you know, take clients from, or mm. what are they doing that I need to add rather than having to be like, Hey, I saw that you're doing this. Um, what can I do? You know, or, yeah. Hey, I think this is going to be great for you. So you should do this in your salon, you know? And I feel like we do that to each other, you know? Yes. I'm always like, like hey, telling you like, hey, like, yeah. how do you, or you're telling me like, girl, use this with this, yeah. you know? Like you're really like helping yeah. me or not helping you, you know Yeah, what I mean? no, for sure. And there's like, there's no gatekeeping that, you know, I do, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, so I feel like it can't really be open like that in Chicago. So uh, competition competition is, is very real in Chicago. And yeah. then you feel like there, you don't have like a lot of support out there, right? No, no. Like you can't even <laughs> collab with someone and like, uh no. I feel like <laughs> I feel like collabs have honestly just been like sh- like out the window. Um there are a few, don't get me wrong. There are a few girls who still support me to this day. Um but I feel like they're not really open to it. And 
when it comes to collabs, I feel like it's something that they want continuous for like years, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like a collab is one of those things where I, I want to have a trust with you. And I feel like you can't just come in for like free services and, mm-hmm. you know, it has to do us both the favor, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and I feel like, especially with collabs too, it's kind of like, what are you benefiting from me? What am exactly. I benefiting from you? Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, that's why I pick and choose like who I'm collabing yeah. with, especially for this podcast. Cause I'm like, I see a lot of people like wanting the clout, you know? And yeah. I'm like, I see yeah. it, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. You, It's a business at the end of the day. You got to do what you got to do for not only you, but also help that person at the same time. So. Yeah. So how did you market your business then? Um, social media was a huge part of it. Of course. Um, I think I got very comfortable with getting on camera. I think a little too comfortable now that when I'm with people in person, I have a hard time talking to them in person. Um, that's how comfortable I am with the camera. So like when I'm talking to the camera, I do, I do a better job. <laughs> Girl, I know, I've seen your Instagram videos and I'm like, I always see you on your story and I'm yeah. like, okay, she's just so like, it's just so like easy for yeah. you, you know, for you to like just talk to the camera. I love it. And then when I'm at a party and just like stumbling, like like words, I'm like, what, what, what's my, where's my vocabulary? Like, I have no idea. But um, social media is a really big part. I love networking. Um, I love meeting new people. I feel like wherever I am, I'm always talking about like just you know what I do. I'm so passionate about um, what I do, and I love what I do. So I'm always just talking about it and telling people that hey, you know. Yes, I do facials, but self-care is a huge part of it. And take care of yourself. Remember that you're number one and that you need to also take care of yourself before you take of, uh, take care of others. So I'm always, you know, talking about that. And that's what I think people love coming yeah. to. So. so do you, you do Instagram? Yes. Do you do TikTok? Do you do like any type of other social media? You know, I started TikTok and I just can't keep up. Like girls on TikTok, like you do really good on TikTok. Okay, girl. You know what? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long, the algorithm be you know, you know, I <laughs> cannot. I try and I'm like, this is a horrible edit. Like, absolutely <laughs> delete trash. Like, I can't. But the girls who do TikTok, honestly, like props to them because it is it's it's tough. But I truly kind of eh, with TikTok, you know, but honestly, it's truly just Instagram. That's what I do. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of about do it. Do you have like any type of like Yelp out there or um, I think Google. Google's been helping a okay. lot. So like Google Maps. Um does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. We have like the Google, like the lookup. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like Google, I think would be probably like two, like top two. Um, but I honestly, truly just Instagram. And then I think word of mouth has actually been big. I feel like social media is such a big part of our world now that I think people are also forgetting that word of mouth is a huge thing. Oh, absolutely. And I always ask, especially when I have new clients come in, I'm like, where did you, you know, hear about me or what is, you know, what made you come? And they're like, oh, well, so-and-so told me about you. And I, that makes me so happy, you know, because you know you're doing good. You know that you're doing good. Yeah, because you're like, they're referring me to people, right? Exactly. Because, you know, you can, yes, I would love if people like repost me on Instagram or like, you know, liking my post, but just talking about it and hearing people say like, hey, I was at a birthday party and someone was saying that like, their skin looks so good. And they're like, you have to go to Amreen. Like Amreen did this. And it's so nice. You know, like that two second conversation that you had about me, like at a birthday party. Like, yes. I love that, you know, so. And I feel like that's how I got my business too, is a lot of word of mouth. And people yeah. don't understand like the way you treat the client that came in can actually get you more clientele. Yes. You know, and then yes. like that person you can bring whoever else to you and that's just going to benefit you even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why you got to treat all your clients, even if you're having a bad day. Yes. 
Yes. You know, because I'd be going well, through it, girl. Okay? Also, my clients <laughs> make my day, I feel like. I feel like my clients are truly like my best friends. So I treat my clients with the most respect that I have. So yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. Even though like there's days where I just feel like maybe not motivated or I feel like I'm just tired or, yeah. you know, there's just so much going on in my life. I still feel like I have to treat every client the same. And I feel like because at the end of the day, they're going to just probably they'll either refer me yeah. or they're going to have like, damn, like she was actually really good. Like I had a yeah. really good conversation with her. I trust her. Like we're the therapist for them. Yes. Yes. You know, because I yes. know the fucking secret. Yes. But I also feel like I get my therapy <laughs> sessions in with them, too. Like, I feel like I just completed my session because they also are really, you know, asking me questions and they're because they want to know about you. Yeah, they do. And I'm just like, OK, I don't need my therapy session. I'm good. <laughs> they, you know, they do. And do you me. realize that a lot of people, well, I don't know what happens to you, but when I post my personal life on my Instagram, I feel like that gets more attraction than like my regular yes. post. Yes. Okay. So I try to be as private as I can, especially like after like, I guess like COVID was just one of those things where I was yeah. just like, you know, like, I feel like this is just time to like understand like me and, and my life and my family. So I started becoming very like private on there. Mm -hmm. But every time I post a little snippet of just like a little bit of my private life, people like go crazy for it. Oh my God. Like yes. how many views did you get? Like you get hundreds and hundreds of views yeah. and you're like, where the I yeah. Know. And I'm just like, but I had like an amazing <laughs> sale last month. Like, why did you guys come in? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like I don't know. I get like thousands of views on my personal on my personal yeah. life when I talk about it. And yeah. then I do my work and it's like, <clears throat> OK, it's still there, but it could be better. Yes. You know, yep. but I feel yep. like a lot of people, because when you post your personal life, they're connecting with you. Yeah. They can understand you. They could feel like agreed. You know, they could feel like maybe we do have a connection other than yeah. her being my esthetician. You know? I agree. And I think for the longest time, I always was very big on, oh, I don't want to post anything private. And of course, you can pick and choose of what you want yeah. to post on mm -hmm. there. But I then started to realize, I was like, you know, we are people and they follow us because of our jobs, but they also want to see what we're doing outside of our lives and what we like and what our dislikes are. And I was starting to be a little open and I was like, okay, hey, like I'll share, I'll share a little snippet. I'll of share this, a so. little bit of my <laughs> yeah. life with you. But I'm also going to keep it a little mysterious, you know? Oh, <laughs> I know. You so see, the thing is about me, like I'll start posting like too much person. I'm like, okay, Deanna, it's just because I have like, but I love it. <sighs> you know, I don't post too, too much. <laughs> but when they come in in person, I'm like, girl, I got a story for you, <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. And then I after they're like, so whatever happened to that? I'm like, oh, girl, didn't he? You're know? like, should I should yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, again, posting your personal life will help, like, yes. you know, the engagement yeah. on social media, too. You should try it on, on TikTok. You know, like yeah. a, maybe a day with me or like yeah. with me or. I okay. Know. You know what? Just for you, Didi, I'm going to do that. Like today, you should be vlogging yeah. the fuck out of what you did. You flew okay. out and you're yes. on a podcast. Yes, I did. I did. I didn't post much today. Did I take any video? I don't think so. Yeah. but you should just to like say hey i went flew out to this it's not because people like to see that you know okay do, do it do it just for me i got you i'll dedicate it to you i got you <laughs> so i want to talk about now that we went through all of that how does it feel to be a south asian in your beauty industry i know we went a little bit into it but now i really want yeah because let me tell you you are the first south asian yeah person i know in this industry wow. i don't know any wow anyone else i think we're our friend felicia she's she no, she is. She, what is she? Where is she I from? Know. I think she's like a mix. I can't remember. Well, shout out to her. Toronto station. Oh, love that girl. <laughs> love wow. her. <laughs> so tell me more about it. Um, well, being wanting to be an esthetician in the South Asian family was a no-no. But I was like, 
well, you know, yeah. <laughs> might as well just, you know, yeah. go for it. But I did go so for it. So you didn't it. have the support. No, I didn't. I didn't. As much as I, I don't want to make it sound like my, like, it's not, it's not that my parents, you know, it's not that it's their fault or anything. It's just that that's just our community. I feel like, you know, if you're not like a doctor or a lawyer, you're not, you're not, you're nothing. And it's, it's sad, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, I know that's not for me. I know I'm creative. I know I can do something. I know I love to be my own boss and I know I can do something that's different. So I took that initiative and I took that step. And I think that's probably the best decision I've ever made in my life. And the fact that I was able to start as a South Asian woman, I am so proud of it because I see so many South Asian women now in Chicago that are becoming estheticians. And I truly, really wish the best for them because it's hard. And like, especially coming from a South Asian background, like I know how much you had to go through to then become an esthetician. Just follow your dreams, you know? So yeah. when I do see um, someone in my background, I'm just like, hey, like I know the struggles. That so you, you weren't so. doing school or anything before you became an esthetician. I was. Um, I was going to school. I wanted to be pre-med. Girl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so and, your parents uh, are probably, that is the yeah, complete opposite. Yeah. my um, A lot of my family members are doctors and I always tried to connect with them growing up and I just never did. I was, it was really hard to connect with them because they were so passionate about their jobs and their career, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love you guys, but I don't know how to connect with you guys. Like, how do I want to, I want to have a conversation with you. I want to sit there and talk about my career and something that I love, but I can't do that because I'm not passionate about it. So, um, for the longest time, I kind of was like, I don't know how it's going to be talking to my family. So I just kind of kept quiet. I just kept with my classes and did what I can. And I was like, I can't do this. So I dropped out without telling anyone. And oh I was gosh. working two jobs just to like make it look like I was You're going busy? to school. Oh my yeah, girl, gosh. I was going to, I would work, I was working at the mall and I did like my morning shifts. And then for my morning shift, I would go to, yeah. And I'd be out all day and I would tell my parents like, yeah, I was at school at this time. Oh and then gosh. I went to school and then I went to the library, but like, no, I was working two jobs because one, I was like, I need to make money. And I had to like make it look like I was outside, yeah. you know? Um, but I don't regret those days because Wait, so how did you get caught? Huh? How'd you get caught? Um, did you just tell them? I did. I did tell them. Okay. I was. I, I did tell them. Yeah, I didn't really get caught. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine if I got caught? I don't know what I would do. I probably wouldn't have been an esthetician. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, um, I actually then realized, because I was working at Lush at the time. Mm. We all love Lush. Are you, are you a Lush girl? Um, just like the bath bombs. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I used to work at Lush, and that's when I kind of like found my love for like skincare. And I was like, ooh, I want to like actually maybe make it and go to esthetician school. So yeah, that's kind of where my calling was, and then that's when I decided to go. So I did. I did end up dropping off, uh, dropping out of school. So were you? Because in Chicago, is it different? You still have to do like your hours, right? Yeah. So this is 600 hours? It is 750. Oh. 750 hours. And then you do your practical and your yes. written. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's a lot different. Here's 600. Okay. Now you no longer need your practical. Oh, really? So it's just a written. And I think now it's like 100 questions, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. On the written? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then for Cosmo, you no longer need to do a practical. It's just written. Wow. So they took all of that away. 
And people are so mad. I'm mad because I'm like, I freaking went to school. I did my practical. Yeah. I was so nervous doing like a I facial remember, on that doll. Yes. And I'm I, like, what the fuck? <laughs> now you guys don't, don't get to do it? Like, wow. I was stressing. Dude, like, I, I was, was sweating stressing. while giving those massages, bro. Oh. During like the practicals. Yeah. And I remember the lady that I had was so fucking rude. She was just like, oh my God. Watching everybody, like literally like looking at everybody. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and I was just like this giving a facial. <sighs> and then the, during like the makeup part, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. Oh, can we talk about how the makeup part of i don't know i don't know if you enjoyed it but i hated the makeup part of doing it on the doll yeah no we we never did on the doll you guys did on the doll yes (gasps) we never did how did you do yours on people like just like you know friends and like (laughs) students (laughs) what no ours was on a freaking doll really i hated the makeup section (laughs) i can't even think about it i I feel like that side it was just like i don't don't know it wasn't even all of that yeah no it really wasn't because it's like outdated yeah, but I feel like now you don't have to do none of that. And wow. it's just, I think it's so crazy that you can literally get a license yeah. just by doing a test. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, good for the people that are out there. Because if you want to be an esthetician, <laughs> become it now. <laughs> did you pay a lot for school? Um, I did, but I did pay out of pocket. Uh, I take that back. I did pay out of pocket, but I did get FAFSA. So I did get financial aid. Mm. So it wasn't as much. So I kind of got lucky in, them in that part, but I did. Did you feel like it. you learned anything? No. I did not learn. We get that same answer, huh, Marlo? <laughs> literally no one learns in, in in school. No. We literally ask so many people, like, did you learn anything in BD school? They're like, no. No. But you know what? Shout out to my teachers because I love my teachers and they really tried their best. So it's not the teacher's fault. It's just the curriculum. So yeah. shout out to my teachers. But no, I did not. I felt, I felt like I learned so much more after being out of school and after, you know, passing my exam, because then you're allowed to take all these other classes. And then I think it's all about just self-teaching yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. Like I could have truly self-taught myself and then I could have just taken that, like that exam and I would have passed. Because you're investing so much after with all these courses and you're going to like, you know, whatever brand you decide to go with, you're taking courses with them too. So I feel like education doesn't stop, you know, after decision school. Nope. And I feel like the beauty industry is always changing so you always have to keep up with I'm it i'm so tired time. of these fucking trends oh girl like <sighs> can we uh, the, <laughs> like i'm so i know sick of it like you i'm know. like dude i have to follow this trend this trend this trend and we have to do it because if we don't do it like we're like outdated yeah you know yeah no, so really last, my last episode i was talking to um i had a trainer on yeah. my podcast and we were talking about like how difficult it is to juggle like social media uh-huh. you know our business plus our personal life Okay. You know, and like, I feel like for me, like juggling a shop, juggling like school, juggling like a man at home now, you know, yeah. like, I just feel like I'm juggling so much. And I'm like, girl, at the end of the day, you think the last thing I want to do is be on social media? No, that's exactly <laughs> why I don't do t- t- TikTok. <laughs> it's like, God. Yeah, I feel like it's just editing videos just goes a lot into it. It does. Know? It does. Um, I feel like sometimes I'm like editing a video for like over a month. A month? A month. But that's probably because, you know, I get a little too tired and it takes you a month to edit. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, my pets take up a lot of my time. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I, I, I mean, not a month, but I will say there's times when I'll like edit a video, but sometimes like motivation, I think motivation is like a huge part of as far, especially as a business owner, like you lose motivation so easily. Yeah. And you forget that, you know, you're also here, like also influencing other like estheticians and also your clients at the end of the day. Yeah. So I feel like I lose motivation 
a lot, but I have to like snap back at it, you know? Yeah. And editing is one of those things where I feel like you can like kind of like doze off in because you're always constantly on your phone. Yeah. You get a text or you're just like, oh, hey, like, let me just go take a little break. You know, that you're break on TikTok turns for into, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like that's kind of what slacks, you know, that's where I slack in these. And I feel like, yeah, we influence like the bigger, you know, creators like who are estheticians. Yeah. Like they do influence a lot of like smaller estheticians. Yes. And I feel like they're like, you know, watching our stories and kind of getting ideas from us you know that's yeah. kind of why the only reason why i kind of stay on top of like the trending yeah videos reels tiktoks because i want to like make it my own but also like influence other yeah know, people that are trying to do what i do in the industry you know so Same. content making is important girl yes i agree i agree i um just started doing this thing where for like the whole year, I'll like write down what I want to do monthly as far as like content creating. And I feel like this year has been like showed that that's something that I should be doing, like writing it down, writing down what I want to do and what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the biggest thing that I learned for 2023. So going to keep that with me for. And you know, another thing too, that will, for me, and I know that you do it very similar because not a lot of people do it is monthly specials. Yes. I I I love them. A lot of people don't like them because they think that they're losing money or they're losing like, you know, because we're taking like percentages off or money off. Yes. But I feel like that really does draw in clients. It does. And I wanted like I also had like some like clients would message me and be like, why are you doing this? You're going to lose money. They're going to lose your uh, credibility. Um, And I was like, it's not about that. I feel like it truly is you're trying to grab other people's, you know, other clients' attention, like new if, clients. Yep, yep. Exactly. If they want to check you out for the first time and it's on a discounted price, like instead of paying full price, come check me out, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, that kind of, kind of gets them an ease for a facial and it kind of also allows you to let them know who you are. Yeah. Um, and that's why I truly love doing monthly specials because it, it just, yeah. And it's, it's I don't fun. see a lot of people doing it. Like I really, I don't either. I do it because I feel like if I have a special, like if I hear a discount, I'm like, girl, you better sign me up because, you know, (laughs) like if I see any type of sale discount or whatever it is, I'm like, yes, I need it. And I feel like that you can make if you think about it. If you get enough clients, you're accumulating actually more money. Exactly. You know, from like you can take in more clients and make just as much or not even more. Exactly. I know it's nice for us. Yeah. But it's also nice for the clients because now they're getting such great facials for a great discount. Yeah. Do you take in a lot of clients for facials? Like how many days do you work? I work five days. Five days out of the week. And I would say as at average, I would t- probably take like five to six clients a day. Dang, girl. I'm over here like, hold on. <laughs> I think five or six clients a day for me I'm just like drained at the end of the day I'm like so tired I'm like my back hurts my hands hurt I'm like but I do Brazilians throughout the day too yeah I'll do like brows I don't do Brazilians I don't do waxing oh but waxing is a lot of work so you think so try it is there any waxers in Chicago that you know uh no not not really actually should I add it I think you should at least browse. Hey, I just I just opened up the door for her, so you better get her in her waxing career. Oh, you should cho- you should do it. Honestly, okay. it's not hard. I just think it's a lot of um um ner- It's like nerve wracking. Yeah, especially if you do Brazilians because you're literally seeing a woman with 
you know, yeah. her crotch out and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like you get used to it. I, you know what's crazy is that I worked at a med spa when I first started. Um, when I when I first had my business and I was like slowly getting clientele, I was mm-hmm. like, I need another job. And I worked at a laser spa, and the amount of Brazilian lasers that I have seen throughout the day, it's just <laughs> vaginas everywhere. Yeah. Girl and buttholes. Yeah, I'm telling you, forget, you. you just it's just the norm. No, that's why. So. You should de- and then if you really think about it, right? It's one Brazilian takes you 10 minutes. The service is $75. Yeah. You get a client every 20 minutes, maybe like five or six, and you divide that. That's more than yeah. you would get in a facial. How much is that? If you do five Brazilians in like an hour, and they're 75. That's yeah. like my husband's really good at math. How much is that? See, I told you. He's How much is it? And that's not including tip. Do you get tip? Do you get people with tip? Girl, I'm have the be- I have the best clients here. They tip me so good. How do you feel about tip? Um, I think it's optional. Okay. Um, but for me, because I'm in this industry, yeah. I feel like I have to tip everybody. Okay. Um, I got canceled for this, by the way. I said that it was really disrespectful if someone tips a dollar because I like had that before. Yeah. Um, but when I meant when I said it, I was kind of like she just threw the dollar at my face and said, Here's your tip. And it was literally a dollar. And I think at that point for me, I didn't mean it as like, oh my God, maybe that's all she had. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, don't give me nothing. Cause then I feel like for myself, I'm like, yeah. my work isn't good enough then. Yeah. You know? But I think it's an optional thing. But for me, because I'm in the industry, I think I'm gonna do it. Even if it's like a bad server, like maybe five dollars. Yeah. You know, maybe she yeah. has a bad day or something. Yeah. I don't get a lot of clients that tip. Really? Yeah. And I don't know what it is and i don't obviously i'm not going to ask yeah it's one of those things you just don't you know um but i feel like in the industry that we are since we are service providers i feel like they should be tipping only because it's something that you're you're providing service to but they also see it as like hey you're a small business owner you're pocketing it all anyways Mm. and i was like do you understand that the like the products that i used on you today is all cost that I also had to put into the business. So I'm technically not pocketing more than you think. So I don't know what it is that what what clients think it is. But yeah, I don't know. So I just feel like one of those things where I was like, I don't know, should I be worried about tip or am I doing a bad job? But how much are your facials? I think it depends on that, too, because, yeah, you know, if your facial is like two hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, I could kind of understand. Yeah. But if your facials are at a reasonable price, then yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't tip. Yeah. I feel like my facials are pretty high up there. Um, I feel like because I, since I do all the customizing and... Um, so let's I say I want to customize. I'm coming in for a customized facial with you. Yeah. Anything you want. Yeah. How much is it? Um, any, I would say anywhere from 250 to 275 That's why. Yeah. Here's very... Here is like... Um, but you're getting my knowledge and my brain. Yeah. And yeah. how much... How long is a facial? I'll say about an hour. Dang, girl, you're doing really good. Thanks. That's really good. But <laughs> still, I feel like, I mean, at least because you are getting the service, you should at least maybe $10, $5, yeah. just because when it's your time, when it's your brain, when it's your product, when it's like yeah. all of the education that you actually got from, you know, learning how to do that facial. Like exactly. what goes with what? Because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of estheticians out there that will just put anything on your face and say, here you go. That's your facial and you're so glowing. Agreed. Agreed. You know? Exactly. And that's why I think that's why I price my facials at a little bit higher because I'm actually, you know, behind the scenes, I'm mixing 
products together and seeing, hey, does this mix well together? Yeah. Let me try it on my skin. Let me try it on my friend's skin. Let me try it on family members. Let me try it on my husband. Like, you know, I'm trying on different skins to see if it actually suits and see if it's suitable for them. Um, I'm always doing those behind the scenes. So it's like I'm also using a lot of products to do that as well, too. Mm -hmm. So that's why I charge a little bit more because now I'm taking the time out to do these all these like mixology and you know i'm a little mm -hmm. chemist in my own lab which i yeah, love doing so. little cocktails you know mixing everything you know <laughs> so did you have a good support system from like when you first started your facials like did you have like your friends your family come like did you act did you charge them because you were already getting like products and stuff um I will say that in the beginning when I first started, yes, I feel like I did have a really good amount of friends who did support, um, especially, especially my guy friends, surprisingly. Guys, a lot of guy yeah. facials, that's good. Yeah. It's crazy because I, I I would never have thought that my guy friends would actually be like the most supportive um, ones out of all of them, but mm -hmm. they did support me a lot. So I'm um, not too much on family, um, but I think friends for sure. But I will say I think I found really good friends within my clients. So I feel like it really just transitioned. Yeah. And now I feel like my cli my clients are like my best friends. Yeah. And yeah. you feel too like the people, did they pay you? Like your friends, did they ask you for any type of discount? Um, some, some did, but yeah. some were understanding. Like, you know, if I was like, oh, you know, like they were really understanding. So I never really had to like fight them or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like, and I, I, I talk about this a lot to actually my friend, my best friend is also my assistant as well too. So we like talk about it sometimes and I tell her and I was like, is it bad to like feel like I, my friends don't like really support me. And I feel like it's just like a little post or like a like, or like, like a reshare, like or a reshare. And I don't think I get that from anyone. Um, so that's why I feel like my clients are always like posting me or hyping it up, you know. And of course, you know, they're receiving the service and they they see it, you know. But I feel like with friends, I feel like I've kind of lost that connection with them, especially, you know. Because they're seeing you grow, though. You yeah. Know? But it's like, are you do you not like my growth? Like, what is it? Girl, sometimes the people that are closest to you are the biggest haters in your life. Yeah. You just, sometimes I get into my deep thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I just, I lost a lot of friends in this industry. I'm not yeah. going to say like I lost them and like, oh my gosh, I told them like, you know, like, thank you for not supporting me. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It was kind of like I distanced myself from them because I realized they weren't <laughs> posting me. I realized they weren't resharing me. I realized yeah. that I never even seen them in my treatment room. Yeah. No, same. You know, Same. and I realized that those people were not my friends. You know, my yeah. real friends are the people that are sharing my stuff, reposting, even coming in to say, hey, Deanna, like this is so yeah. nice. Agreed. You Agreed. Know? Exactly. And like just like even like if even if they don't want to come in for facials because you coming in for facials is not me thinking that you're supporting me. But like even just giving me a call and letting me know like, hey, like how's business doing? Like you're doing good. Like, you know, just those little like messages. Yeah. Or even a message and saying like how much they've seen you grow yeah. from where you mm -hmm. were and where you're at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That goes a long way, but a lot of people don't think that way. Yeah. So. <laughs> so let's talk about do's and don'ts for esthetician because I know okay. a lot of people want to become, I feel like everybody is an esthetician, but yes. I feel like everyone is not, how do I say it? Not to be like, um, <laughs> everyone's just slapping cream on their face and saying that it's a facial. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. They're not necessarily getting the actual education for it. Yes. They're just going to school, getting their license. And I kind of feel like they're not furthering their education. Yes. You know? Agreed. Especially like how we traveled to Vegas, girl. We went to that convention. 
the best you know, time ever. <laughs> the best time ever. <laughs> but yeah, so like I feel like going to like, you know, um, any type of like conventions or like, you know, that's already furthering your education, your networking, yeah. you're getting to know brands, you're getting to know about that brand if you want to bring it in your treatment room. So I think a lot of the times like estheticians just again, get that, you know, typical skincare brand and call themselves an esthetician. Yeah. So what are your do's and don'ts for us? <sighs> Let me think of some too. My do's or don'ts for estheticians. I think do's is, uh, no, don'ts. Um, don'ts. Honestly, people are going to kill me for this one. I don't like a microdermabrasion machine. Oh, <gasps> shut up. Because I love microdermabrasion <laughs> yes, machine. I don't. Really? Why? Because I actually want to follow up with this and I want to tell you why I like microdermabrasion machines. So I you tell me why. I don't like it because I think it's too harsh on the skin. Okay. And I've seen, okay. Okay, let me just go back into my horror days in school. Okay, it was okay. like a traumatic event. I was wanting to know how you work on each other. Yeah, and yeah. I got a microdermabrasion facial on myself, and I swear I walked out of there looking like a zebra, <gasps> all scratched up. Okay, okay. And I just, I, I was like, okay, like maybe it's my skin being sensitive. My skin's never been sensitive. Yeah, but um, I have like the best skin to do any type of facial, okay. like any type of peel on me because I'm like, yeah not sensitive at all but after i got that done i was like okay but i brought it into my treatment room because i was like it's such a hype like everyone wants it and then i just realized it's just not a lot of clients like it really it's like tugging on their skin it's dry it's like you know i don't know (sighs) mine's the opposite my top seller is a microdermabrasion see you know what? You need to come to Chicago so I can do a microdermabrasion. Oh my god, I'm so scared. You need to know. You need to trust me. <laughs> I got you. I swear. You know, I don't blame you because you're so scared. Because that probably okay, sounds. You, you know what I'm like, talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, knock on wood. I don't know. Is this wood? Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't done that to a client, but I can understand what why um, why you would think it's so like harsh mm-hmm. on the skin because. I have seen a lot of estheticians who have le- like left like marks on clients, but that's crazy because I love microderms. Yeah. But you want to know what I actually don't like? Oh my I'm God. I get so much hate for it. Oh my God. Tell it. I'm so it. scared. Tell it to the camera. Hydrofacials. <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah. I love hydrofacials. No. I have my hydro machine. <gasps> I don't know. I don't know why. Why? Okay. Oh my god, this is gonna be some some tea right now. Yeah, this I'm gonna get so much hate. I'm so scared. <laughs> um, okay, I truly think it's 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 like a hype. I feel like it's such a hype. Oh my god. I okay. I am so big on like traditional facials because I try to add like the holistic side of to it. Yeah, I love to like do the massage. I love to add in like, you know, the serums and mm-hmm. layering the serums. Mm-hmm. The fact that they have a machine that does all of it all at once and it's doing the. But it's penetrating like, so well. Like, I feel like I feel like I could definitely get really in there and, you know, yeah. I feel like it truly really helps with extractions. OK, don't get me wrong. I feel like that machine beats me in extraction. Uh-huh. I. I can't I can't do it as well as the machine, but I feel like personally, if I were to really get in there and do like a really good exfoliation. I feel like that's why my microdermabrasion is so good because I really get in there and I really uh-huh. exfoliate so deep that when I do my, you know, serums and my creams and, you know, the finishing touches, I feel like they're glowing from within. And I have so many clients who come and tell me that when they're done with getting like facials from me, that they're glowing like weeks and months after my microderm 
from them actually getting a hydrofacial, which is like glow for like two days. So the fact that, yeah, and that's like a huge compliment to me. So um, nothing to hydrofacial, but I just, I'm just like, I don't know. But like, it just makes me so happy that my clients are like, (laughs) we like your stuff more than hydrofacials. I'm like, and hydrofacials are really expensive. It is. Mine are pretty expensive. So I I might get it hype. Yeah. I can understand the hype. I can understand the hype. Yeah, I love so, my machine. I'm like, I know. Uh, I know. We talked about this in Vegas. Yes, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think dues is obviously we know that it girl. Yeah. Peel. Yes. What? Yes. The bio real peel. You know? The bio repeal, which I am going to be offering very, very soon. Because I saw you got it. Yes, I did. I love and it. And I need to get it because our girl Felicia told us. Shout told, out to she, her. Yes. Mm-hmm. She told me to get on it. So that is going to be actually that's going to be my special for October. No, November, November. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a do. I think any yes. chemical pe- wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Do your research on chemical peels. Yes. Yes. Because absolutely. you could really damage someone's skin with that. Oh my God. You have no idea how many clients have come in from past where like estheticians are like just putting on <sighs> peels and no. just burning their skin. No. So I think do's <clears throat> is learning chemical peels. Yes. And really doing your research on them because okay. you can really there's some peels that I've like tried and I really I, I'm do I've done it so I know from my mistakes I didn't really do my research on one peel and I yeah. really messed up someone's skin thank yeah. god it fixed and I yes. did everything I could but I love that I've done my mistakes too I so. love that though that you know you're just like learning yeah so this is a long time ago girl, girl now so yeah. I'm like way better but yeah. yeah I did I had I've done a lot of mistakes becoming you know where I'm at now like yeah I had to learn from it and I feel like I've grown so much but again it goes back into like me learning so much of like the education part yeah. of like you know the brand and what it like how it works and mm-hmm. stuff so I think dues is yeah chemical pills. chemical peels I agree with that but I also another one that I felt like I recently just got into is dermaplaning you never been into dermaplaning i actually no i have been into it but i feel like just the last two months i mm-hmm. feel like it's been like top tier for me now oh, it's amazing huh? it's so good i i basically say it's like skin crack because <laughs> it really is once you get it done you can't stop because the glow Dude, that the your glow. skin has yes oh my god yes like you're glowing for months yes so i definitely think like dermaplane is one of those things that it's a quick add-on to like quick as add-on. an esthetician like if you're not during your dermaplaning like it's just a 10 minute service that you can add on and one you can like make really good money and two their skin is like glowing for months so i feel like there's a myth about that though like oh my god does my hair grow back yes thicker yes um you know like is it i feel like the main one is it gonna grow back is thicker? It thick? and yeah. is it bad for my skin yes that's a myth yes it's not yes i say that all the time i'm glad you can hear from dd now <laughs> yeah it's a myth but i feel like a lot of people get intimidated i'm like so what are you using then well yeah. you know i use little chinese little blaze ones yeah like the chinese stores oh, and i'm man, like girl those are the same not the same but those are like worse yeah. you know we are using an actual like surgical blade yes. for that so yes. i'm like i don't know anyways another don't i'm gonna have to say is um clarisonic yes brushes agreed because i've seen an esthetician do a whole video Stop. using it i swear i have to show why you why is that a thing still <gasps> the bristles on that thing let oh me tell you let me tell you she was and she got so much hate on tiktok for it she's using literally clarisonic on the client oh my gosh yeah Okay, but it wasn't the face fi, right? Because we love the face. No, it wasn't the face fi, girl. Okay. That's my jam. Shout okay. out to you because you put me on. <laughs> I, no, no, oh it's that silicone that's different. This one was yes. bristles, girl. Like oh Clarisonic, Sephora, 
bought it out. Yes. This is why continuing education is so important. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally, I, I was one of the haters. I was like, how dare you do that? And I, I was like, can't. oh my gosh. Oh you know? my gosh. Okay. I don't have another don't, but I have another do. What? I have been loving, I don't know if, you, if you're doing this right now, but cleansing with fluffy brushes. No, I haven't done cleansing. that. Cleansing. Well, yeah. like, yeah. You know, your brand though. Yeah. You have those brushes. Huh? I do have those brushes. Oh, you should have brought me some. But I should have brought you some. You know what? I'm going to mail some for you. Oh, I, I want them so yes. bad. They look so fluffy. No, I'm gonna I need them. Amanda, we're going to mail some to her. Perfect. I need them. I got you. I promise. Okay. I will mail them to you. You have to try it. And just cleansing it on the client's skin. One, they notice it. They will notice how soft it is. It just puts them in a trance. And I feel like it just really gets deep into the layers of the skin, especially if they have like um a lot of makeup or if they wear a lot of makeup or if they're really oily as mm-hmm. well too and i feel like extractions are done so much more easier so i feel like that is like a plus for at least that's for estheticians yeah. I, guess, I didn't even mention it in here but you do have your own brand right you have i do i do it's slowly growing yes. no i see it i yeah. see you have jelly mask right yes i, I see you have like tools yes i see a towel did i see towel yes yes so how yeah. did that work like how did that even come about um I, for the longest time, loved the idea of just having a create like creativity is one of those things that I've I've always mm-hmm. kind of had. And I was like, what can I do that keeps my brand unique from others? Um, so I already had the customizing facials. I loved the idea that I was able to customize for every single person. So let's say someone coming in for a microdermabrasion. Even though that person, like there could be two friends that are coming in, but they're getting completely different, like yeah. enzymes and mask, you know, and yeah. even massages, they can be completely different depending on their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to also like products, I want to be able to use the tools that I have that can, that I can customize with as well too. So cold rollers are one of my favorite things that a lot of clients love purchasing from me and I love incorporating them and um, the brushes. So I felt like I just wanted to add a little bit of more me into my um, brand basically was it hard to to do like the whole jelly mask because I feel like you have to come up with like your formula you have to come up with you know all of that kind of stuff was it kind of difficult to like figure it out um in a sense yes I feel like some of them especially if you're talking to the the vendors they usually have like the formula made for you and sometimes you can swap out and what you want and what you don't, don't. want mm-hmm. so there's some um, ingredients. I was kind of like, uh, you know, like, I don't know how I feel about that. What can we do? What else can we add? Um, so that was kind of like really nice and they're really easy with the process and they're really helpful with that as well too. Um, and they sent in a lot of samples. So the fact that you can sit there and, you know, sometimes it took months with samples as well too. Mm-hmm. So, um, to find like the right consistency and like the scent as well too, you don't want it too, too strong, strong yeah. which I feel like is really hard with a lot of products these days. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was it was a, it was fun though. So I had a lot of fun with that. And that goes all the way back into like investing in your business. You know, like you're yes. investing so much money into your business, especially like that's one thing that makes you different. Yes. You know, is like having your own brand, and on top of it, like you're doing your customized facials. Yes. 
girl see if i try to even do my brand i'm gonna be lost why <laughs> you're be, so good no i will be so lost only because i feel like i'm juggling so much like i would feel like i just i don't know so give we'll props to you together. oh thank you wow. hey have me to collab somewhere <laughs> yes collab me in those brushes or something i got you girl i got you <laughs> okay so i want i've never done this before i've had okay. estheticians on my um podcast okay but i want to marlo do you think you can input what we're talking about like we're, we're going to talk about products we're going to talk about like good products and like we shouldn't buy you should okay. buy and we sh- shouldn't buy yeah okay um let's talk about target brands okay, okay. what's the okay. number one product that you just cannot stand in target skincare oh brush oh um pixie beauty really yeah i actually <laughs> What? I like their makeup. You don't like really? their makeup? No. Oh, no, their skincare. At least their skincare. Okay, okay, okay. At least their skincare. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, their skincare is horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like their makeup. Yeah. Um, are we just like talking in general? Yeah. That we don't like? Yeah. Pixie. Enter Pixie, okay? Yeah. I'm going to say St. Ives. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, St. Ives. Oh. You know what? I actually just don't even look at them. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay the Sephora ones. <laughs> Don't get me started, girl. Okay, everyone's gonna hate me for this one. What is it? I don't like Tatcha. <laughs> I don't like Tatcha either. <laughs> My husband loves Tatcha. <laughs> I don't like Tatcha. I think it's a hype. I think if you have nice skin, yes. okay. Yes. But I feel like it's such um um it's just, I don't know, it's like overhyped for it the is. price. It is overhyped. And like I think it's just the packaging. I think what you're paying for at Sephora is packaging. Yeah. I think that's truly what it is. I, I think it really is a hype. I think you can get such great medical grade products for that price. Exactly. Even cheaper, to be honest. Oh, I think that freaking water cream is like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I'm like, I would never sell you a cream that's a hundred dollars. No. That's just a water cream. No, no. Yeah. No. Or exactly. any like um like Haley Bieber. You know how she came out with her skincare? Yes. Do you okay, do have you tried it ever? No, but I'm not going to. I've never tried it. I'm not going to either. Because I don't believe and I don't know. I just don't know why. Like Kylie's skin. Are you kidding me? You came out with that fucking walnut scrub. Yeah. Like St. Ives basically. Dude, why? I don't know. No, don't get Kylie's skin. Don't get fucking any type of like famous person skin. No. Care. I was really upset when Alicia Keys came out with her. She did. <laughs> right? Was it Alicia Keys? I don't even know, girl. I don't keep up with that shit no more. Oh, it was a Beyonce. No, which, which uh, one was it where there was like, it's just olive oil? What? Yeah. What? What was it? Oh, no. It was, I can't remember who, who it was. But yeah, it literally was like, we use olive oil and this is infused with olive oil. And I was like, so you're paying that much for a celebrity skin for olive oil? Doesn't make sense to me. No. No. Um. Um. Another one. I'm going to get canceled for this. Um, I don't like um, Ula Hendrickson. Okay, I love their lip balm, though. Have you tried their lip balm? No. Oh, so I good. used to be a fan of their banana eye cream. Then I got a reaction out of it. So it was like, okay, okay. Um, I haven't tried too much of their stuff except their lip balm, and I really liked it. Yeah, that's like an absolute no for me. Okay. Um, let me think. I, you know what, though? You know what I really like? Oh, my gosh. It's from Sephora. It's from Sephora. But don't, can- like, don't, don't cancel me. <laughs> Sunday Riley. Okay, yeah. I love their UFO serum. Their UFO serum is really good. Beautiful. Um, their cold. Oh, I forgot the the moisturizer. It's like this cold moisturizer. It's so good. And their lactic acid serum, I swear by it. Yeah, Sunday Riley is a really good one. Yeah, I also like the um, uh, is it Peter Thomas Roth? 
Is it? Yeah. Oh my God. It's like a tiger cream. I like that one too. Or Dr. Dennis Gross oh, has. Dr. Dennis Gross. Dr. Jart. And then Dr. Dr. Dennis Gross has like those pads, like the. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And then another big one, and I know a lot of freaking estheticians follow this one, is yeah. Polish Choice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That one's good too. I like Polish Choice. I don't like Fresh. I don't like Fresh. Dude, I that rose like tuner got to fucking go. Seriously. <laughs> got to go. I don't even know why that's. Why, why is there rose petals in no. it? You know what? I hear a lot of people's. <laughs> oh, Glow Recipe. Oh my gosh, I'm Glow so Recipe. Over it. I know it's so cute. I know they smell so good, but stop using that. Stop putting it on your skin, I promise. How about the ordinary? Okay, how do you feel about it? I'm there's some products that I like and there's some products I don't like. How about like. that red peel that everyone what is it called? Um the AHA Beach yes, AHA peel. Yes. I actually like it. Oh my god. I actually like it and I tell my clients, <laughs> some of my some of my clients, because only because it's 30%, which is really high. So I do I do like it. But I think there are other things out, out in the market that are pretty good. So I feel like if you're like a beginner, I feel like it's okay. Yeah. But do you not like it? No. <laughs> okay. What do you think about like estheticians using like brands from Sephora in their treatment room? I truly think that we are more knowledgeable and I feel like we can expand by using much more better products. Yeah. So I definitely think you should not be doing that. You know, yeah. you, you you went to school for it. You know, you know what you learned. Yeah. Um, we talk about high quality ingredients and there's so much more that you could do. So for sure, don't don't use them. At yeah. Yeah. I feel like um this story really quick. I yeah. see this girl on, on my Instagram page yeah. and she did a full facial of Kylie skin. I think we saw the same. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I was typing on the fucking comments yeah and i was so mad yeah and i was like yeah. there's no way she's yeah. doing this right now wait i need to stop you did you see that kim kardashian just came out with her pumpkin enzyme dude oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> i saw that today and i was like i had to tell dd i have to talk about no, it today. it was dude why yeah like I, why why do they think that it's making a skincare line is just like i millie bolly bobby brown whatever her name is she yeah. came up with her own skincare line. i'm like she's yes. like 12 no seriously like what i don't know what she i heard it's not that great i'm just like it's, it's too much for me girl i'm yeah. just so over it like yeah, everyone has their own makeup line skincare line just whatever so I don't know. Have you tried Tower 28? No. A lot of my clients use Tower 28. I've never really tried. I never really looked into the product, so I don't really know. But that's something I need to do my research on. Like, what is in Tower 28 that we don't know? Yeah. A lot of my clients, before they came to me, were using Inky List. Okay. Because they're so affordable. Yeah. You know? And then a lot of my clients were on Curology. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of my clients are on that. Yeah. And then Glow Recipe. I just, whenever I hear Glow Recipe, I just that really serum. want to. Yes. What is that freaking serum? It's pink. Yes. The pomegranate. It's, uh. What is it? I think it's pomegranate. Is, is it pomegranate? I don't know, but that drives me nuts. It's just, there's so much more better things that you can use. Or like that jet lag mask is so big. Yeah. I'm over yeah. it. I'm over it. Anyways, <laughs> we thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Thank you for having me, girl. I'm, I'm so happy that you came all the way of from course. Chicago. Like, literally, this was so much fun. It's my love for you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. And I'm so glad Vegas, like, <laughs> yes. really, like you know, yes. put together. Shout out to Felicia for that. <laughs> Honestly, I miss her so much. Yeah. We have to get together. Oh, we should do, like, a three podcast. We would never get anything done. No, for reals. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> Love you, Felicia. <laughs> we always end this podcast with a quote. So go okay. ahead and tell us your quote. Make one up. You can oh something you live by. What was that one quote um, that I had in my office? Um, which I brought up that one time. 
We've had really good quotes on this. We've had like Marla named some because I'm like, yes. Sorry. Uh, it was it was do what you love, love what you do. And I feel like that ties in so much to like, how, you know, going back to being South Asian. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, I really, truly. And I had it. I had the quote like written on top, um, kind of like behind me when I do facials because I, I loved it so much because it truly just shows through your work. So I would say that's probably like the quote. For me. Oh, I love yeah. that. Well, yeah. I hope your business strives. Thank you. you too. And if you're in Chicago, wait, before we end this, yes. I had literally a client I told that you were coming. Yeah. Loves you so much. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I know who I knew. Is there? Um, yes. I'm going to say your yes. name. Yes. Yes. Dude, yes. She was like begging me for, I was like, dude, she's here for one day. I yeah. know she's not going to have time, <sighs> but like, I know if you ever want to come down here and use yes. my shop for a day because you have yeah. literally fans for you over here. Oh my gosh. I love that. Then you can literally come and just do facials. You are the sweetest okay literally okay i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know and then we can definitely do because you'll be booked off for the day and I i'm like, i'm one of the clients okay bad. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> well thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you in the next one bye thank you.